And this episode is not brought to you by McDonald's. Don't you dare put your lips on that sh- The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. see what happens. Welcome to the show, my friends. Welcome to your WTF is going on at McDonald's. What? (laughs) Welcome to WTF Landia radio show, folks. I digress. Um, but, 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 this butt, this butt is like a peach. But seriously, folks, what is going on at McDonald's? What did I just hear there? That man went from Mickey D's to Mac D's all around town. And the McFlurry machine wasn't working. Isn't that a crime? Actually, I do believe that that is a common theme uh, at McDonald's establishments. Is that the ice cream machines are usually down. Why is that? I wonder if people if if the McDonald's equipment just can't keep up with the demand or if it's just you know a brand thing, you know? You got to go there and it's like playing Russian roulette with your taste buds. If you've gone to McDonald's 
specifically for a ice cream and or a McFlurry, well, you got to go in with an open heart and open mind and other options. <laughs> because it just, you perhaps might not be wrapping your um, lips around a McFlurry straw or, or you know, one of those ice creams that uh, it seems to cause a pickle. It seems to cause a fight. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. It's your girl, Char Michelle. It's my pleasure to be with us today. Um, that did kind of jump me in the room because I thought, one, one it was kind of hilarical to run into that TikTok. And uh, this guy follows fast food chains around and come and 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 kind of uh figures out what they've got going on and all the new revelations and that's a new one because let me tell you why that's a new one one it's changing the game we're talking digital we're talking digitized fast food restaurant now we know that we are in WTF Landia radio show for nothing less than to leave with a thought bubble of WTF did I just hear? We already know that. Wait, look, if you're new to this show, new to the brand, WTF stands for exactly what it sounds like, usually. But, but you, I'm not a cursor. So, you know, I have been in the past. There's no question. It's the most part, I try to stay away, stay away from the F you, you know, part. But it is what it sounds like. I'm just going to keep it on. So, listen, we, we, we're not in here thinking that that's a normal thought. You know, it's a normal thing. But in this world that we're living in, in 2022, things that have not been normal are becoming normal. So, let's talk about it. This is another episode of what the freak am I actually hearing and are witnessing? And this would not be different. So um, this fella is, is again saying that we have a establishment, McDonald's establishment in, uh, I believe this is in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, and so the thing about it is that um, he said he drove around town, you know, and, 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 and couldn't find it, a machine that worked for him. So he's excited to know that a, a McDonald's establishment with zero employees and all equipment, all AI, all conveyor belt, all ordering your stuff either in the fast food driveway or online. Usually we've got an app for that. You tap, you tap it in, you roll through, and it spits it out. I could imagine that they might need a one or two employees to see it going, see that the computers don't flub things up until it gets it, you know, until it gets it, gets it perfected. But again, like he said, if they get this thing perfected, there goes the neighborhood, folks. There go your jobs. And that's what we're here to talk about. Also, we do know that McDonald's is probably the single most, I believe, largest fast food chain in the world. 
Okay? The largest fast food chain in the world is introducing this. Do you know what that tells me? A digital restaurant. You know what that tells me? is that It's going to work really probably in, in cahoots with the digital currency system that we're going with here. Um, tap your digital currency ID into the system. You don't need to go in and hand your money over to any employees. The employees don't work there. Humans are becoming obsolete. I'm just going to get down with the get down. We're going to boil it up. We're going to we're not here for a good we're here for a good time, not a long time. And so I, I just want to I want to get to the nuts. I want to get to the McFlurry. Okay? And the point of the matter is that we don't need human beings to make the McFlurry anymore. Is essentially what that's saying to me. And we don't need your money. Money's dirty. We don't need a hand. You don't, employees have been touching money and, you know, perhaps collecting, you know, viral loads along with the money. People still snorting cocaine through dollars. I'm not sure. Maybe they snort it digitally now. But I know that money specifically has been known to be dirty. And so, um, you know, uh, that solves that problem. With your digital dollars going into the digital bank, we know that we have a digital banking system that's on trial right now for a few weeks to months. And once we can figure out how to get digit to get the money out the banks and digitize, I believe this is going on in New York, get the digital dollars into human beings. Well, we're off. We're off. We're off. We're off the uh, need for tangibility and into the world of make believe or whatever. Control. Some people call it government control. Once your money's in, in digitized form, you can't just give people. What about the people who are homeless on the street? When you want to give them something, do you tap your digitized money into their brain? And go, you think about this. Use your money. You go and use that at McDonald's in the drive through where there's no employees. And hopefully the McFlurry, the McFlurry machine is perfect at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But this sounds like what we're looking at. And again, Going back to the point that this is being introduced by the single-handedly largest fast food chain in the world, it shows the other restaurants, establishments, we're talking clothing, we're talking malls, we're talking anything that would need to hire employees, and we do know human beings are expensive. If you can get robots to do the jobs, to do the work. You don't pay robots. Robots are not collecting pension. They're not collecting money. They don't need insurance. They don't need health insurance for their bosses stressing them out. This is getting interesting, folks. Y'all about to be obsolete. And I say y'all, I mean, those of you who does not understand that this, my friends, Sounds like, yes, a whole lot of progression. It certainly does. If you're looking into the fact that, yes, we needed to get here in order to get to, like I always say, to the Jetsons stage of the game. Do you guys know what the Jetsons? Do you guys know what the Jetsons are? It's a cartoon back in the 70s where the cars flew and the houses were in the heavens. And, you know... Food was delivered to you, yes, on conveyor belts, and things were interesting. You know, you paid through your thoughts. I mean, through your microchip. Um, and uh, and that's what the life looked like. And I think you know we've been asking ourselves. I thought at this point we'd be in flying vehicles, and those also are coming. I believe they have those going on in in, in the Middle East somewhere. 
I saw a little TikTok of that as well. So what I'm saying is, guys, we are moving into the world of maybe not not necessarily tangible things that we need to touch and hold, rather a world where your actions, your um, your worth depends on your digital ID. And what does that mean? Because if human beings are going to be losing jobs, what is your currency? I think this is what my brain started thinking. Unless you are in a specified career, I think at this point too, I did go and breach a medical conference with my friend who just happens to be a doctor. And they had some lectures. One of the lectures that I chose to go to was a... um, an AI lecture where the, uh, the, the, the AI will be reading x-rays for patients. They will be the ones that are reading it. Now, I have a friend who, you know, went to school to read those. I, I, there's a specific name for those people who read the x-ray. Those are the most highly paid doctors, I think, I believe. I think one of the high, high, higher paid doctors. And uh, they uh, may become obsolete as well. <laughs> it's just, and so when I was in this conference, I am preach it, but I was invited. When I was in this conference, I asked, hey, listen, what about when the AI reads the wrong report to the wrong patient and they go get sent into a frenzy and have a heart attack? Who's responsible? This is where AI meets the law. Is it the doctors who are responsible or is it the computer? Robots, can they hold liability? They ain't got feelings. F your feelings. Let's forget your feelings from a Christian gal, one who loves the Lord. But forget your feelings. I'm telling you what, you know, so can AIs be perfected enough to, to be, well, right? The careers that you may need to take are engineering and coding and and anything in the development of computer making, computer microchip making, and AI, if you're still here on this earth. Because it sounds like that's the wave of the future. And it sounds like, yes, like I'm somebody's grandma saying, what y'all listening to? That music sounds horrible. I sound like an old woman because I'm not ready for it. I don't want that. I don't want to know what it feels like to have digitized currency in my body. And I won't. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you guys that right now. When it comes to chips, microchips, it ain't that it's not my thing. I'm going to no thank you, sir, and keep it pushing. And wait on, listen, y'all. I know I say this a lot, but there are, the podcast just before this, I tried to lay it out as clear as I can. There is hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. If you're just like me and you're like, this is weird. This is a lot. A lot of people think this is cool. If you're following bad, not bad or whatever, bad, not good on Instagram, you probably think, man, this guy's digital. Like life on Instagram, it seems like crazy and it's cool. But what does it mean? Does it does it garner control away from us? Does it give us more control? Is it cool? Is it not? I don't know that some of these things aren't what was going to be on the, you know, the, 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 the things to look forward to in the future. 
that are exciting to people or what, but I do know that I try to deal in simplicities, you know, because it, it the world is kind of complex at this point. I'm just going to be honest. And so the simplicities for me are just very simple that uh, make me think, uh, well... We're in the, we're in some sort of in in timesy times, right? And uh, again, I I want to move away from the whole digitized money because you guys already know what I feel about the microchip. I think of it as you know, Revelations thirteen verses sixteen. Is it thirteen verses sixteen? There is no such thing, is there? But yeah, no, actually, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes, I was right. 13 verses 16. Uh, He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom, and if anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast. For it's a man's number, and his number is six, six, six. Now that's uh, Revelation 13, verses uh, 16 through 18. Okay, so have a look for that for yourself. Pray about it. Discern, have discernment. Is this what digitized banking money means to you? Or is it not? Is this something that we need to consider looking into? Because for me, that tells me no thank you. And that's the bottom line. Is religion going to be a battlefield? Because if you have this and you have people saying no, according to my religious standard, or if we don't even say religious, according to my own personal belief, I choose to follow Christ and Christ in, in Revelations 13 you know 14 to 18 tells me that that's not something I'm really hip to doing accepting the mark of the beast which is the number six six and you know so the other people are gonna be like oh this is totally my jam uh, that's between you and your God to be quite honest but for me it's a big red flag and so this in my opinion, gives me those questions. Is religion going to be a battlefield? Is there going to be a war against religion? I also saw it on a TikTok today. Something that was very concerning is that they're taking Bibles out of the Comfort Lodge hotels. Ah. Now, we all know that the Comfort Lodge hotels, 25 bucks a night, when things ain't right and your wallet ain't tight and your digital ID ain't working because you owe some money on some tickets. <laughs> You'd be able to slide into that underworld of a hotel. Probably got bed bugs. Come out of there with a whole different life. Um, bed bug bites in your booty. But they're taking the Bibles out of those drawers in there. And why? Well, because it's not inclusive. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, I just have to say this. Why all of a sudden is is it changing? Why is there an attack on religious beliefs? Why is there an attack on Jesus? All of a sudden. Where is this coming from? 
It's coming from confusion. I can tell you that right now. Everybody's confused. We've left a pandemic and we've entered a confused world where everything is everything is confused. And, you know, if you are confused, well, then you're just as normal as your friends, your neighbors, your siblings, your sisters, your brothers, your people around the globe. We're all a little confused as to why we are experiencing things we've never experienced in life. Well, I can tell you that, again, you guys know me. If you're old to this show, if you're new to this show, I am heavily involved in reading the Bible. The Bible is not a metaphorical book. It is not a diary. It is not a journal. It is a law. <laughs> Period. It's the book of the law. It says it in Scripture. I'm going to tag it into the to the uh, by the uh, episode details so you can have a look for yourself. But it's um. It's in here and it tells you exactly the fact that God gave uh, this the green light. It's all the disciples, all the written accounts for it, God gave it the green light. So everything we are reading, you can take it to the bank. It is what it is. So there's a lot of prophecies in here that are showing up in these end times. One of those is those sheeps walking in circles. <laughs> <laughs> that no one seems to be alarmed about anymore because it's old news. The thing about it is that in the Bible, it does say that there will be signs, miracles, and wonders shown in these end times. And this is coming from the Lord above in order to show us that, look, y'all, um, in the last days, let's talk about it, uh, Jude. I'm in Jude right now, y'all. Jude uh, 1. Verses 18, in the last times, there will be scoffers who will follow off their own godly, ungodly desires. These are men who divide you, who follow more natural instincts and do not have, follow mere natural instincts and do not have spirit. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in the most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful, though, to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them. To show others mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. That means, like, some of us aren't going to understand what's going on. We're just going to be like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know about this. Like, you have this relationship with God. You have this Holy Spirit kind of relationship. Char, you talk about it a lot, but I don't know. So I can't get mad because other people don't know. I have to love people and just kind of share. This is what this podcast is about. It's about sharing. If I'm looking at WTF, you need to look at it too. But we also need to look at the fact that this is just a temporary world we live in. We all do know that we're born and we die. So even if it's now or a hundred years from now, we do know that the time will come. So what do you do with it in this time? And then what kind of faith do you have for after it, so my job is just to share with you what I'm looking at. It's not my job is not to convince you to 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 do anything other than hopefully convince you that, you know, we do have to leave this earth and to convince you to seek after what you feel uh, you would like your life to look like after by sharing my experiences and my stories and what I'm looking at and what I'm reading. And that's what I'm doing here. So. You know, if I were to shout at you and be like, you're stupid, you don't know this, that's not going to make you want to, you know, go where I'm going or read what I'm reading. So I'm just showing showing you 
It might sound crazy. It might sound like something you're interested in learning more about. But I can tell you what, there's a lot of prophecy, meaning a lot of things that have been foretold thousands of years ago that we're looking at right now, and it's happening faster. So when people go, sometimes I'm like, you know, writing in comment sections like, yo, guys, Jesus is coming soon. Look, there's wars and there's, there's these things. And people are like, the, the most common, we all know it, we've all seen it. We've probably, you've probably commented to yourself, these things have happened already. Wars have always happened. What do you mean there's going to be wars and rumors of wars? Uh, Jesus isn't coming, stupid, shut up. These things have always happened. Yeah, that's true. They've happened. But they haven't happened, I think, at the rapid rate that they're happening now. These are the birthing pains that is spoken about in Revelations, meaning these things are going to happen one after the other. And all the people that are laughing, scoffing, you'll have to see it for yourself to believe it, right? And I'm just hoping that you guys can believe it now. Because going back to what I was saying about the uh, the sheep walking in circles, well, it just made me think, you know, Jesus was called the shepherd, <laughs> right? He walked around, he preached, and he he was yes, he was also a prophet, and he also shared and also healed. He was everything, like literally, right? God in the flesh, he was everything. He just came to show you guys that these things were possible, and then he also came, most importantly, to die, to take on the sins of us in the future, us like me and you, and uh, give us understanding that through his salvation and in, in, in our belief and faith in him that we could be delivered from the sins, free from the sins, walk with the Holy Spirit, have a, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and then ultimately meet God in heaven, which is what we're going to do. Because I can promise you in my heart of hearts, I feel these are the, the times that are rapidly approaching. These are the birthing pains that the scripture talks about. These things happening, wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes and famines, and all these things are happening. They're not spread out as much as they have been over the years. They're happening. One after the, we just, we're having a war right now. More wars are seeming to pop up. <laughs> then we have a famine that we're looking into that we should be heading in right into. Look at your Christmas. If it's looking good, praise the Lord. If it's looking like you can't do as much as you did in the previous Christmases, this might be the famine that we're looking at. We are looking at plagues. We're looking at all these things happening one after the heels of the other. And so these are those rapid birthing pangs at the end times. Talk about in prophecy. You can only learn these things by reading the book of the law, which is the Holy, the Holy Bible. In my opinion, this is the way, the truth, and the life. That, 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 is, in, that is found in Jesus. So <laughs> you have to understand, like, this... If we have to look at all of these things that we have to look at, this is my hope. My hope is that, all right, I'm going to take it way back a thousand years because right now this is crazy. It, makes me, it does make me feel like an old lady to say, this is weird. I don't like this. I'm going to go take my hope way back to, you know, 3,000, 4,000 years plus ago and go ahead and rely on Jesus and rely on the fact that, you know, he did die. So to save me. And all the, all y'all, all of us, honestly. So that's what I'm looking at here because I'm thinking that you guys, we're going to see a lot of things happening. We're going to see a lot of jobs lost. This is just the beginning. Once you roll up and roll out 
robot second man an entire restaurant make the food collect the money and so on and so forth human beings we are about to be obsolete and guess what once they roll that out you don't roll that back ah we're done with these robots we feel like paying humans and paying their life insurance because again we've stressed them out and, uh, you know, they could sue us. They Liability is gone. All this stuff. Bosses, you don't think every living and breathing establishment will take this method that McDonald's is using and apply it to their new business module? Human beings is about to be dust. Literally. Knowing this. Knowing this. I'm just saying right now, you say Char said it. So at least she said it. Whether she was right or wrong is totally subjective. And I guess we'll find out. But human beings, unless you have a specific, like I said, usually probably found in coding, writing the software um, for AI, for, for, for computer softwares, microchips and whatever, then you're going to be obsolete. If you're in the service industry, marketing, even entertainment, we've got the basketball player, homeboy bleeding out yellow blood. I'm done. I don't know. I don't believe anything. That's also sign miracles and wonders. And the reason why these signs, miracles and wonders happen in the end times, again, so people can see that these things are odd, that, that sheep are walking in circles for 12 to 14, 13 days and go, okay, I, there's no philosophy. There's no scientific explanation that's going to make me understand why that's happening. That is literally God showing us things that cannot be explained. So you can say, oh, shoot, the Bible's real. God was real. This has been spoken about in prophecy. I better believe and do what Char has been suggesting as Jesus into my life. And just say, you look, I recognize you died to save me from my sins. I want, and then go get baptized in the Holy Spirit and walk and pray and believe and get excited because Jesus is coming soon. Because I'm telling you what, these things are meant for people to find, to see him and repent and be like, yo, this is crazy. This is Jesus is actually, God is actually real. And these things cannot be explained. I don't care what science is saying. They have this disease, so they walk in circle. No, all over the globe, they all have this disease. Stop, stop, stop listening to philosophers. Don't even listen to me. If it doesn't resonate in your spirit, don't listen to me. But let, just understand this. My suggestion, because I'm going to be wrong by some standards, of course. I'm going to be, I'm going to sound like a little bit off to people who just don't understand that or who haven't read the Bible, or who haven't really considered that these could be some interesting times that, you know, that we're in, then yes, it sounds a little bit, you know, you can be indifferent. But if you are feeling like these times are short and weird, then you should understand this. You need to seek for the truth. And for me, the truth that can only be found in the Bible, and through Scripture, and through Jesus Christ specifically, knowing that he literally died to save us from this time and that he is coming back. He said it. He said it in the Bible. He's coming back to rapture up his church. 
So I think you might want to be amongst them. And if you don't, like I said, I always say this. If you've tried everything and it hasn't worked out, try Jesus now. Not now, but right now. Because now is not the time to be dancing and partying and going out and jamming and jiving and doing whatever you want to do when the world is crumbling. Even if maybe you can't dance and party and hang out and drink as much because it's expensive and this famine makes burgers. I bought a burrito at the mall today. It cost $15. I am done. As far as I know, the world has ended. I can't do this. <laughs> I got a gift card and it's, I spent it all on the burrito. The burrito lasted five minutes. Not even. This is in timesy. <laughs> yeah, the California burrito at Chronic Tacos showed me that the world is coming to a close. $15 for a burrito ain't it. It ain't right. Ain't nothing right about that. That burrito should at most cost $7. And I say at most. It was not. No. It was not up to the standard of a $15 burrito. There's not gold flakes in it. And it, it, Look. All I have to say is that I love you so much. And I want to share things to you that might sound extreme. It might, it might sound weird. It might sound whatever. But. If it sounds like it resonates with you, if it sounds like you're confused, the only way to cure the confusion is to understand a couple of things. That the darkness in the world will add to confusion. It's supposed to do that. When you turn off the lights, you're confused as to where you are because it's dark. The light will give you more clarity. The light is found in Jesus. The dark is found in Satan, period. I'm just going to call it what it is. You could figure out what you want to do with that. If that's what you're drawn into, I can tell you what. If you're drawn into walking in the darkness, then I I would suggest this. Don't turn on the light at night. Just figure out your, your house. Walk around in it, bumping into things. And just say, I'm not going to use the light. Or turn the light on. And then be able to go and get things and do things and operate as you see fit. It's the same way in the world. If you are looking to walk with more clarity, I urge you to to literally repent for all the chaos, all of the sin that you've involved yourself in, the sins from your parents, the sins from like generations back, broken marriages, drug addiction, alcoholism, all those things are just darkness. It's just sin. It's just penetrating like adding cloudiness to our thoughts and like adding hurt to our hearts every relationship you in gets you 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 involve yourself in is it's somehow it just it dies on the vine or or you have addictions that you don't even want to have because you know whatever your parents had it Everybody you know drinks a beer or drinks a glass of wine at the middle of the night, which turns into a bottle. Those are generational darkness. Or you want to flick on the light switch and acknowledge it and say, I don't want this stuff anymore. I rebuke it. I repent. And I want it to be washed away. And I want to walk in the light so I have more clarity. 
it's as simple as that. Even if you don't believe in, you're not a religious person. I don't consider myself a religious religious person. I have a religion that I identify with, and that's Christianity. But that's just because I'm a Christ follower, and a Christ follower, in my opinion, is a person who follows after Yeshua, who wants to have the understanding and the mind of Him. He came here to serve a specific person purpose, which is to like free the world of our sins. I don't know what my purpose is right now, to be honest. I'm a mom of three, and my purpose is to make sure that they have all their needs met as much as I can and to just continue to pray until God shows me what exactly it is he wants me to do. So in the meanwhile, I do what I think I feel called in, and that's to share these things in a podcast that I publish and to like do other various things that I'm doing in my life. But like... We don't know. And if you don't know, or maybe you do know, maybe you have a career that you've been working in and it's perfect and it's what you do and you do great at it. Even most people who have a career that they do great at, it, they're also searching. It's, 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 it's it. Like, what else am I supposed to do here? Right? Clarity. We need clarity. We don't want to walk in the dark. So even if you're not a religious person and you just have those questions, flick on the light. The light is found in Jesus. He says, I am the light. Jesus literally said, I'm the light of the world. Anybody who comes to me shall be saved. And we all know people who are, you know, into that whole other world, you know, that that's darkness. So unless you're into bumping into walls and bumping into dead ends within darkness, then keep following that path. But I urge you, oh gosh, I urge you, if you need clarity, switch on the light. And that light is found in Yeshua, Hamashiach, a.k.a. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Later. If you or anyone you know needs hope for an amazing afterlife, Please say this prayer and believe that it will be done. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins so that I could be forgiven and live a more blessed and protected life. Send your angels to guard me, God. I receive you, Jesus, as my King, my brother, my Lord, and my Savior. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you for sacrificing your life on the cross for mine. Holy Spirit, please join me on my walk with Christ, giving me spiritual discernment from right and wrong. And please allow me to lead others to come to know exactly who God is through his son, Jesus, and his sacrifice on that cross. This I pray honestly and urgently. Amen.
By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third party materials or or content of any third party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.